You're listening to The Humans We Are with Carola, episode 32. Hello, humans. I hope you're doing amazing today. Today's episode has a trigger warning, so I'm going to try to go slowly through this portion. So if you're with your kids or if you prefer to stop or to just skip this one, uh, you can do that now. So I'm going to mention in this episode the topics of sexual abuse, sexual abuse in childhood and body image. So if you think that for any reason it's not appropriate for the context where you are or the company that you're with or that these topics might trigger you you may want to skip this one and there's not going to be any graphic or specific depiction of any of those uh, topics or events it's just going to be mentioned but i want to uh, give you a fair warning so just use your own discretion if you're still here thank you thank you i don't always talk about personal experiences like these and it's not easy but i believe it's important so thank you for holding space for me to share this and Regardless if you think that you're fine listening to this episode, I want to ask you to pay attention to your body and your whole system. If at any point you feel uncomfortable, you feel like it's too much, that it's stirring up some energy in you, or you just want to pause and continue later, take a break, please do it. The least that we want is to unnecessarily shock your system even more. All right, welcome back. If you are already a listener of the show, I'm so glad that you're here for another episode of The Humans We Are. And if you're new to the show, you picked a good one to start. And I want to welcome you and let you know that you're in the right place if you are looking for a way to have a different kind of relationship with yourself, with your body, with your future, with your past, with the way that you are and have been in the world. And if there's anything that you'd like to change in that relationship with yourself, my aim here is to support you in that. And the way that I am trying to help you accomplish that is with three components one is support guidance encouragement mentoring two is tools the right tools for the right issues and three is education and knowledge and this podcast addresses all three but mainly number three all right this topic today is so important and there's a lot that I want to say about it so if it gets too long I'll break it down in two parts so that the episodes get not so long some of you have reached out and told me that you appreciate shorter episodes that you can consume during your commutes or so and if it's more manageable for most of you to consume these in smaller chunks I'm all for that as I've said before one thing that I want to accomplish with this podcast 
is to share uh, non-oversimplified information that can help you navigate this life as a human in a more fulfilling way. And that necessarily has to do with inhabiting our bodies because they are how we exist in this world. For different reasons, at least in our Western world, we have grown very disconnected from our bodies. With industrialization, we've seen a radical shift in how attuned we're able to be to our own biological needs. The types of work or the work culture makes it so that we don't go to the bathroom when we have to go. We make ourselves wait to drink water if we're thirsty or to eat or to move. I find myself waiting until I finish an email or a post to go to the bathroom. Many times I'm very tired and I force myself to do more things around the house or just finish one more thing, work a little bit more. And most of the times I am so disconnected that I can't even acknowledge that my body needed something different than what I gave her until... And it's not because I am purposefully mean to myself or consciously trying to punish myself by not giving my body what my biology needs. It's more that I learned to override my, bi my biology a long time ago, that I am not attuned to my body's messages anymore. If the messages are still coming, I forgot how to listen. I remember a number of years ago when I was more concerned with body weight and I coached specifically on that for a while. And just to clarify, I, I will still support my clients currently if that's what they want to address, but I don't market to that specific problem anymore. And I realized that even when clients came for that reason, we ended up coaching on everything else and, and I love it. So I just stopped marketing to that specific problem. But when I was concerned with my own weight and I also noticed that for many clients, this was also true, that the advice of quote unquote, eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full, it just didn't click for me. And I still struggle with that. I'm like, what do you mean? And for many of us, it's hard to do that. And it's frustrating too. And it only adds insult to injury because it sounds so simple and so common sense that for me to not be able to do it, it feels like, well, of course, like there was something wrong with me. And I figured out a workaround, but now I wonder if... That just paused my journey of reconnecting with my body and relearning or remembering how to listen to her cues, to her whispers, her messages. The problem is that when you don't tend to respond to subtle messages, the body will start speaking louder and louder. And that's when we get sick because there's a message that needs to get across and it will. So you see how being able to reattune to your body signals is vital because if you don't, health issues are going to develop down the line or are likely to develop down the line. So let's not be that categorical. Now, you may be asking yourself, is this me? How can I know if, if this is me? 
And I already mentioned the example of not being aware of hunger or satiety cues. If it's hard for you to know when you're hungry or when you need to stop eating because you had enough, that's for sure a sign. I'm going to share a few personal experiences that will help illustrate this further. But keep in mind that these are just that, my own personal experiences. And by no means is this a comprehensive checklist of signs. And not all of these signs are still true for me. As I make progress in my journey of reconnection, they, some of them have disappeared or, or really diminished, but they have been true in the past. I was one of those people who, at the end of the day, I would just plop on my couch and realize, wow, I, I am feeling really tired. I must have been tired uh, a long time ago. I just hadn't noticed. Or, for example, I would start eating and then realize, wow, I was really hungry. But I just hadn't stopped and think about, thought about it before stopping to actually eat. And when I was in university, at the end of each semester, when I had all the exams and all that stress, I would get these big rushes all over my skin, like seemingly out of nowhere. That was my interpretation back then, for sure. I was like, where is this coming from? I don't understand. And the university physician, I'm sure they saw that pattern often. They just said, this is stress. And I was baffled. I would say, but I'm not stressed at all. I was so clueless. And then I would go back home for the holidays. And in two days, the rush would be completely gone. In my case, and this is where I'm going to share the experience that I mentioned in the trigger warning before. During my childhood, I was sexually abused in in different instances by different people. I came to acknowledge the abuse in my 30s and there are still memories that are coming back of more situations. So I developed a feeling of rejection towards my body. I remember looking at one of my legs, for example, and thinking, that's not me. I am not this body. Or I would be sitting in my bed and watching TV or whatever, And I would squeeze a belly roll hard and with disgust. And that would help me create distance with my body. And I have a really high tolerance to pain. So there's that. And that's probably also another sign. Anyway, I've come a long ways and I healed so much my relationship with my body. But there's still more to go. And I'm so glad I am doing this work. And I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. But it's it's worth it. I believe it's really, really worth it. And I also know that the number of women who have had a history of sexual abuse is really high. So my experience may or may not resonate with you. But you don't need to have had that to be disconnected from your body work schedules, like when you have meeting after meeting after meeting with no space in between, like I used to have when I was working in corporate or some professions like doctors or nurses, 
where you learn to push your body's biological signaling down. If you were sleep trained or had a, a feeding schedule as a child, you may not have learned to rely on your own internal biological cues. And if you're a parent and you have done these types of training with your kids and you're hearing this and now you're beating yourself up or worrying or feeling activated, just listen to me, please. It's okay. Any damage that may have been done, it can be repaired. So if you're worried about it, just research it, seek support and trust that if there's any damage on your kiddos, just as you can relearn now and reconnect with your body and attune to your biological cues again, they can even more easily do so because they are young. So what you can do to start coming back to your body, to start reconnecting with your biology, to grow your somatic awareness, to reattune to this human animal that you are. Your first assignment is going to be very simple. And I got this from my mentor, Irene Lyon, and it's follow your biological impulses. If you're working and in the middle of something and you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. If you're thirsty, have a sip of water. If you're tired, take a break. I'm working on this myself. So if like me, you don't realize you're thirsty until you're really thirsty or that you need to pee until you're bouncing in your seat to hold it in, at the beginning, you will need to have some heart check points. So maybe it's an alarm every couple of hours to just pay attention, to turn your attention inward and realize what's being needed at that point. What does the human need? Just listen and give it to her so that you can reestablish that trust. The more you practice, the more your somatic awareness grows, I promise. And this is already getting long, so I will continue next week to cover the topic of somatic bypassing. So if you avoid feeling what are normally called quote-unquote negative emotions because they feel awful and don't quote-unquote don't get you anywhere, like you, you feel like it's useless for you to indulge in feeling them, you will want to tune in next week. If you want to learn more and apply this to you, to your specific situation, you can work with me and I will guide you for what you specifically need. If you want to find out more about how I can do that, I recommend to book a free consult right now, which you can do by going to carolafuertes.com consult. You can also find more about what I do and what I stand for on my Instagram, which is at Fuertes Carola. I suggest you go to the link in my bio too to learn more about all the things. If you want to support this show, honest reviews in the platform that you're listening to right now are the best way to do so. And I will be forever grateful and I will shout you out in a future episode. If you have any comments, suggestions for topics to cover or feedback of any kind that you would like to get to me, you can email carola at carolafuertes.com or 
DM me on Instagram at Fortescarola. I love the interaction. I've said this before. Podcasting can get pretty lonely. So whenever I get a message or hear from any of you, it's so, so welcome. Okay, I will be back next week. In the meantime, check in with your human. You are her steward and she needs you to take care of her. That's all for now, my friends. Bye-bye.